This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 739 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by EquestrianCollections.com. Hi, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Dean Mosher, a graduate of both the Oklahoma and Kentucky Horseshoeing Schools, and Jeremy McGovern, Senior Editor of the American Farriers Journal. Sit back and enjoy as they join the Stable Scoop crew for a chat about the top 10 things your farrier wants you to know. But first, let's hear from today's sponsor. Hi, Glenn here from the Horse Radio Network, and I am with Debbie from Equestrian Collections with the Equestrian Collections Product of the Week. This time of year, I spend a lot of time after I get done picking stalls on the couch wrapped up in a blanket because I'm freezing. And I have the perfect blanket for that. It's called the Horseware New Market Throw. And you, I tell you, it comes in the um, colors that you have, the same color for your horse, your dog, a jacket for yourself, and now you can have it on the couch. <laughs> um, I have mine on the bed as well. It's the softest polar fleece that you ever felt. It's 140 centimeters by 160, so it's not too big. It's not too small. It's perfect for wrapping yourself up in. And it comes in those new market colors that you uh, everybody loves that's out there, the Whitney Gold, the Navy, the Brown, and the Charcoal. We have these in stock. They make a fabulous gift. I gave one to, uh, to my sister who just got a new car. She got a silver car, and I got her one of these gray Whitney blankets uh, for her car because that's a safety feature as well as being something that you have with you in case you're riding along with, say, a man who likes it really cold and you're freezing in the car. So these things have multiple uses and they're really, really soft. They make great gifts and I I have two in my house. I love them. And you can find them at equestriancollections.com. Just search for Horseware New Market Throw. That's at equestriancollections.com. Now, Dean, before we run out of time, we have to hear the 10 things every farrier wants a horse owner to know. And I know that goes the other way, too, but we're going to stick with this one today. Yes. Okay. So I sort of got my David Letterman top 10 list here. Of all things <laughs> I don't have clients. any music. Now, the first one, the, <laughs> yeah. The, the first one's actually sort of for you, Helena, because you were just touching upon that, and that was top 10, be observant. Um, you can prevent shoe loss if you see that uh, you've got a shoe that's sprung. You can certainly uh, observe for foreign bodies in the foot, hoof cracks, major chips, that sort of thing. One of the things that's ironically been new this year, even though it's old, old technology, is now I encourage those clients when they do observe something to take a snapshot with their cell phone and, and send it to me because they're all worried and upset that they've got something going on. And in an instant, I can, I can use my farrier eyes to say, eh, no big deal, see you next appointment or I'll be right over. So Love that's that. my number 10. Number nine. Make sure that if your horse does have any behavior problems or a range of motion issue that you let your farrier know before the work begins. I can't tell you how many times I've had owners say after I'm done working on the horse, wow, he's never stood like that before. Well, that would have been useful information. (laughs) Number eight, you might want to consider exercising your horse before the farrier arrives. It can make an older horse more limber and a feisty one, uh, younger one, calmer. Uh, and it helps keep both the farrier and the horse in the upright and locked position. All right, hold on. 
I have to say that I thought that I knew what I was doing when it came to being a good client. Never even thought of that. So simple. Never, ever yeah. thought of that. Cannot wait to do it. And not that my yeah. horses are bad, but I love the idea yeah. of limbering up an older horse. Absolutely. I ha- we actually have some of my ones. Now, I'm all, I've gone all computer on in my farrier business that we've actually got some horses sort of bookmarked that we need to, we need to even remind the owner when we, um, when I uh, text them the night before that, you know, make sure to get, you know, Frosty out, you know, half an hour before I get there and, and, you know, make sure you're ready. We had a, I had a hackney pony that was a roadster pony. And cool. yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I got him, saved him is what I did. And, oh, okay. uh, you know what they're like after going through the training they go through. Yeah. And he used to stand up on two feet the entire time the farrier was there. So <laughs> I used to get the reminder the day before we used Kava Kava on him and it really, really worked for him for when the farrier came out. And so I used to get that reminder the day before. Remember the kava kava soup or kava yeah. kava tea in the morning? So he used to get tea that morning. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. All right. Uh, number seven, uh, provide, our, provide us with the best shoeing environment possible. This means a barn with an open, quiet aisleway, free from obstructions. Uh, dogs are, do not count as bonus objects. We'd like to have those out of the way as well. And hopefully that area is, uh, we need that area flat and uh, hopefully matted, but it's got to be well lit. I, I don't shoe in Braille. So um, easy access to the shoeing truck is a bonus with this. Um, when you consider how many trips back and forth I may have to make to the truck and back to your horse. And I, it's really bad when I have to run a marathon just working on a couple horses. So that's a consideration. Oh, and you're too. in Delaware too. You get all the mud. Yeah, God, we have mud season. Speaking of that, we're down to number six, which is have your horse caught, clean, and ready at the appropriate time. Uh, have the feet cleaned and picked out. Muddy or wet uh, feet and legs are, are, I kid you not, they're like trying to hang on to a greased pig. So some of these folks think they're helping me out by spraying off the horse. And, and if they had done it previously that we could have dried the horse, that would have been helpful. But um, you know, muddy feet are just an absolute mess. And they're also not only um, hard to hang on to, they're extremely hard on our tools. Um, nothing is worse for our farrier tools than um, uh, the, any sand, dirt, um, any, any clinging uh, mud or dirt is just uh, really hard on the nippers and the rasp. How many people don't have their horses in and ready to go when you show up? What would you say the percentage is? Well, that, that's, that's a loaded question because I have my owners well-trained yeah. because my, I do provide very good customer service and my clients will, can set their clocks by me. Um, so my owners are ready to go and, and, uh, they, they, they expect me to be on time. I am on time and I expect them to be ready. So, so it's a two way street. So, yeah. um, you know, if, if, um, you know, you've got a good relationship with that farrier and you know, he's going to be there, then, then absolutely, you know, it, it, I can, it's easier for me to respect your time when you respect my time. Very good. So number five, uh, do not turn any horses out while the farrier is working on the horse. Horses are herd animals. Think of them as Christmas lights. When one grow out, they all should go out. (laughs) Number four, do not feed any of the other horses in in the barn while uh, the farrier is working on on a single horse. You too get wiggly when you're at the restaurant and and after you've ordered and that food arrives and you see it coming and it, 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 it goes to the next table. So. Okay. <laughs> I didn't think about um, that. Do you think about that, Alina? No, I no, didn't. I didn't either. Yeah. Yeah. That that's that's actually quite a quite a quite a big one. The horses get really wiggly when that happens. 
So uh, number three, we're down to number three. Uh, do not feed him treats in an effort to make him stand still. You are not a treat vending machine. Ooh, then they that's got to be a tough one. People love to do yeah, that. Yeah, I know. They do. And they do start getting really wiggly because they'll start uh, leaning towards the owner and even whether that horse is tied and then if you're hanging on to them, sometimes they'll just sort of, they'll start coming towards you so much that now I'm starting to chase them around the barn. So now we, we really need him. He needs to concentrate on what I'm doing with him, not so much on the owner. And I got to tell you what's made it worse. And I'm sure, Helena, you found this too, because did you get some stud muffins, Helena, this year? We we had a sponsor, sponsor by the name, or Stud Muffins was our one of our sponsors. Yeah, I just gave some away for clients as Christmas presents. <laughs> oh my gosh, they're awesome! The horses go crazy for them, though they'll kill for those yeah. things. Yeah, <laughs> I see what you mean. Yes, yes, absolutely. So uh, we're down to number two. Although I do have a bonus here beyond number one. Number two is uh, please do not groom your horse while the farrier is working on him. I can't tell you how many times I've left the barn looking like a yeti. and yes it's happened and then they get to the the owner gets to the other side of the horse and they see you covered with dirt grime and hair and they're like oh i i'm i'm really sorry about that yeah yeah do that number one i'm a little stunned that somebody would actually groom their horse while there was a person under it but Uh, yeah they do yeah that happens happens (laughs) more than you think number and number one stay on a regular schedule uh, many problems can be prevented with solid routine maintenance, you know, just as it would be with your vehicle. Uh, lack of playing on your part doesn't constitute an emergency on my end. I mean, when I have a full book and, and I have an owner that hasn't stayed on my schedule and, you know, now they want to get back in, I mean, it's going to be at least a two-week wait. I, I can't I can't just drop what I'm doing. So, And then my bonus uh, top ten is uh, pay at the time of service. I mean, it, that's that's a given. We're not banks, and there's just nothing more aggravating for us than having to chase down people do for you, money. Do you even do that anymore? Well, I mean, the you as it, a whole, not we're, you necessarily. We're, well, we're changing, and you know, again, we're an evolving business. So, you know, while while it is very traditional for you know folks to pay in checks, as we know with our online banking, um, this is at least how I've initially tackled this this year without having to go credit card just yet. Although I can tell you, you that's on just the horizon get one of those, for me as well. You could get one of those square dongles yeah. and be taking credit cards tomorrow. Correct. Yeah. And, and that's coming. I, I intend on uh, adding that service in April. But at this point, with some of my what I refer to as my paper owners, meaning that I never get to see them, and some of my owners I don't even know, um, again, all the, the invoicing now is done electronically now. So I encourage those folks to um, add me to their online banks as a payee. Because, you know, they've got the one in window open, they're reading the email, click, click, next window opens, they're online with the bank, click, click, I'm paid. So um, so I'm actually in quite a few checks I'm nailed in, in, uh, in that respect now. So that that's actually picked up the pace for some of those folks. Where well, there you go. Entertainingly presented, I must say. To listen to more hoof care tips and business tips, you can go to horsetipdaily.com and look for the topics drop-down menu on the left. If you love listening to the Stable Scoop crew putting in their two cents on everything horse, you can tune in every week at StableScoop.com for great interviews with fascinating folks from throughout the horse universe. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's podcast has been brought to you by EquestrianCollections.com. Just like Horse Tip Daily brings the whole world of equine knowledge to you, EquestrianCollections.com brings the whole world of online shopping to you and delivers it right to your door. Check them out today, and while you're there, tell them Coach Jen sent you.
please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.